War never changes. Remember, no Russian. Did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? If I'm to choose between a greater and lesser evil, I'd rather not choose at all. I'm afraid. I don't know what to do. Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone fucking except for you. Hey, hello, how are you tonight? Welcome to Let's Talk Video Games. I'm your host, Walter Nunez, and um, as usual, we'll be um, having a little bit of a chat uh, regarding the video game industry. Um, so tonight, we'll be talking about specifically, the um, specifically, sorry about that, um the the game award winners so last episode we talked about um the nominees who um i thought was going to win um each of uh the um, the categories and i was pretty close i was i am very happy to say so i'm proud of it i was very very close so um yeah, you know, I, I'm just going to um, give some thoughts on on how the um, the winners came up to be and uh, kind of um, also the, the the game of uh, the year award was given um, to a specific game that you know uh, had some uh, hate and backlash, but we'll get to that. So. Um, we're only going to cover this topic today, so, yeah, just focused on this, yes. So, the first thing I'm going to talk about is the eSports team, um, who surprisingly, uh, was, uh, won by G2 eSports. G2 eSports, uh, was focused on this year, at least the winners, on League of Legends. Um, funny enough, they are not the winners of the world championship for League of Legends. So, I mean, I get that. I get that. G2 was a pretty good team. Uh, overall, pretty interesting, pretty intense matches. I say um, they are the ones that probably got one of the most um, growth during the year. But I still think Dumb One Gaming should have got the um, the win because first of all, um, first winners of the World Championship, first time they win, I mean, and they are Korean, and there has been this um, Chinese um, like empire um, of championships that they finally managed to destroy. So I I think it's a pretty good and pretty interesting uh, thing that happened. And also, um, we got the esports host, who is um, uh, I am probably going to pronounce this super bad. I'm trying to say her name, it's Ifye Deportiri. It's Shocks. Um, that's her nickname or username or whatever. Um, somehow people were mad about that, and I am very surprised. Because I think she did an amazing job. She was a very good host. She has worked her ass off um, for for League of Legends, and I think that's um that's pretty respectable. Uh, I actually thought she was going to to win, so points to me. Um, we got the esports event. Uh, that's the League of Legends World Championship 2020. Um, 
kind of expected. I think it was a really good event overall, especially given the circumstances, and especially because the championship was um, played on China. And, you know, coronavirus, you know, rings any bells. Uh, but, yeah, uh, overall, uh, I think it was a pretty good event, pretty fun. Not the best uh, <laughs> schedule for me because it was, like, way too early in the morning. So um, it was difficult to see the, the matches, but still uh, managed to give a really nice show. And all the matches were, pretty much all the matches except for TSMs, uh, were pretty interesting. And also we got the esports coach, which um, is uh, given to Danny Sonic Sorensen, who is a coach on uh, Counter-Strike GO. We got the esports athlete, um, Hyo Showmaker Shu. Um, that was the mid laner for Damwon Gaming on League of Legends. And, you know, talking about all of this esport uh, scene, it shouldn't come as a surprise that the esports game of the year was League of Legends. Yes, League of Legends, the MOBA that um, came up like 10 or 11, 11, I think, 11 years ago. Um, just got the, the game of the year, winning over Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Fortnite, and their other game, I mean, the other game from Riot, Valorant, which was pretty interesting. I think it's pretty cool to see um, two eSport games uh, nominated uh, and made by the exact same uh, developer. So um, I, I think it was pretty good. I think it was pretty interesting. And... We are going to move to the content creator of the year, uh, which was won by Valkyrie. Again, unsurprising, she got an amazingly uh, fast growth during the year, um, especially by playing um, the last few months Among Us uh, with, her with her friends. You know, we have uh, some interesting additions to, to her friends. We got Corps. Well, we had at some time PewDiePie, um, uh, Jacksepticeye. Eye. Um, you know, there, there there are a lot of uh, people that usually play with Valkyrie, and I, I think that kind of gave her this boost on on followers, and also because she's pretty cool. She is a very a very nice person. A, a very um, I I think it's a person that you can connect to, uh, which is weird because you know she's a streamer. And you can't really talk to her, but still kind of a relatable person. I think she is uh, down to earth. So, yeah, um, I, I am quite happy she won. Uh, she deserves it. She worked hard for that. Uh, we got the best uh, multiplayer game of the year uh, where I think it was it was a hard decision. Uh, I, I don't think this was like a, uh, an easy one because we had Among Us, Animal Crossing New Horizons, uh, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. I, I Among Us won, and even though I thought that might happen, I was between that and Fall Guys. The thing is, Fall Guys had a really rapid decrease on players, partly because of Among Us. So, uh, yeah, I think I, I think it was deserved, but uh, it wasn't an easy decision. I'm pretty sure this one was was kind of hard. Uh, we got the sports racing game of the year, which, again, expected was uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, honestly, I don't think this was um, 
at all difficult. Like you had Dirt Five, that was probably the the second strongest contender, and you had like uh, uh, the Formula One 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, which are pretty much like yearly releases. And unless they kind of create something completely new, like uh, you know, uh, that blows your mind, they are not going to win. Like. It's the exact same game every single year. Just, you know, a little bit better graphics, but but overall, it's the exact same thing. So, yeah, I, they are just getting nominated because, because. but I, I don't see them, like, being, like, big winners when there's any other choice. Um, we got Microsoft Flight Simulator as the best uh, simulation or strategy game. Um, we got the best family game. Um... Uh, our very cute uh, pals from Animal Crossing New Horizons 1, um, which again was expected, um, but it it was an interesting competition, this one. We had Animal Crossing, we had um, Crash Bandicoot 4, which again, a pretty good game and very expected. Fall Guys, nice game. Uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, uh, I wasn't feeling that one. Minecraft Dungeons it was an okay game. Paper Mario the Origami King was good. Uh, and uh, as you can see, like the contenders were, were kind of strong. But um, just Animal Crossing absolutely destroyed everything during this quarantine. It just came, it was released on the best possible scenario ever. And it's a really nice game. You do like a lot of cute uh, stuff. And it's, you grind a lot, but it's in order to get your island to look better. So I, I don't know. I think the hype and the um, fever of Animal Crossing New Horizons uh, was was big during during these years. So yeah, uh, I, I think it was well-deserved. We got a fighting game uh, of the year with Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Um, I really can't say much about fighting games because I do not play them. Um, I am not a fan of them. However, I'm a fan of uh, gore, so, you know, I, I my guess was Mortal Kombat because it was gory and because overall it is a very nice um, game. Um, it's done very well, so I don't know. I think it was a good game, I suppose. I, I played just like two or three matches, but worth it, worth it. Uh, we got the best RPG. That was kind of a surprise. Um, I thought it was going to to go to Genshin Impact. Uh, but no, no. Uh, actually, the winner was Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake. I think probably most people like knew it was going to be Final Fantasy. But Genshin Impact was surprisingly good. Uh, especially for free games. So, I don't know. I just thought maybe you know maybe maybe like a little bit of, of a surprise there uh, but still final fantasy 7 was a was a really nice game we got the action adventure game of the year that was won by the last of us 2 i don't know why um i mean congrats but um i don't see it being the best action adventure game uh it's not adventure really Is it action maybe, but but adventure? And if you merge those two, does it really shine more than Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was a pretty nice game? 
Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales was more of an action-adventure game. Ori and the Will of Wisps. Star Wars Jedi Fall Order, And freaking Ghost of Tsushima? Nah. Nah, man. Nah, that, that's bullshit. I'm sorry, but um, yeah. The Last of Us was definitely not the best action-adventure game of the year. That... Um, my 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 uh, thoughts on it are that the the winner must have been uh, Ghost of Tsushima, followed by um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, then uh, Ori and the Will of Wisps, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and The Last of Us Part Two. As you can see, all of them are very nice and very good games, but um, Ghost of Tsushima was just something else. So uh, nah. No, I don't. I don't think that was a really good decision. But whatever. We got the best action game, uh, that was more. Um, that was won by Hades, um, that indie game by Supergiant. Um, it won over Doom Eternal. It was kind of a surprise, uh, but still, Hades was a really nice game. Uh, we got innovation in accessibility. Uh, as I said. The amount of time, resources, and thought they got on The Last of Us Part Two for accessibility was mind-blowing. Uh, it's just like the next level uh, on accessibility. And that's amazing because it just shows how much um, interest there is in Naughty Dog to get more people to play their games, you know, experience those stories um, it doesn't matter if you have, like, some, uh, you know, impediments, like, physical impediments, you can, um, enjoy the game, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy, I, uh, congratulate The Last of Us Part Two, but also all the other, all the other games that, uh, you know, put a lot of resources on trying to get, uh, the games a step further on the accessibility ladder, uh, I'm just going to name them because I think they deserve it. Um, so it's The Last of Us Part 2, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, and Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, and there are two games for Ubisoft from Ubisoft, so uh, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty good. I hope Ubisoft continues to make these games uh, as accessible to as possible to, to other people. Uh, we got the best VR or AR game that was, again, expected, Half-Life Alex. Um, there are not a lot of, like, strong contenders on on the VR scene. So we got Alex that was a really nice game. There was no competition. Uh, we got best community support, uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Their social media, man, it's just so much fun. I haven't played a game in like two months, but I uh, continuously follow the, their tweets and they're so, so funny. Um, the the connection they made uh, with their community that's not much in-game, but it's huge in Twitter. It's pretty intense. Um, so, again, that was expected. We got Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. No one comes as close or close to, to Fall Guys. Uh, we got the best mobile game, Expected, Among Us. Uh, the debut indie game uh, was won by uh, Phasmophobia. 
Uh, that's pretty nice, actually. Um, the game is super fun. I thought it was going to go to Raji and Ancient Epic, but still, Phasmophobia is a really nice game, and it's continuously like being played. It's fun with people, like with four friends. It's just a blast, and I hope they continue to to update it and and add more content because um, the idea is super good. Uh, we got the indie game of the year. Ah oh, man, Hades won, which I expected, but I. 100% wanted Spirit Fairy to, to, to win um, the fields, you know? The, the game was so good. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it was at least uh, um, nominated, so congrats to, to um, Thunder Lotus and congrats to Supergiant for winning. Uh, the best ongoing game was given to No Man's Sky. Um, if you remember, um, No Man's Sky release was a freaking mess. Um, in a different way to what Cyberpunk 2077 is, uh, experiencing right now, but, uh, maybe even more. It's just different, but, but Backlash, I think, was more because Cyberpunk has issues that are technical, the content is great, but technically the game is not as polished as it should be. You know what it did there? Polished, because the City Project Red is from Poland. <laughs> um, however, uh, No Man's Sky didn't uh, provide what they uh, originally said they would. So content-wise, the game was shit. Uh, however, Hello Games have worked their asses off and finally created a game that's uh, finally worth our time, our moments our, on, on, on gaming. They have been doing so since release date. And I think it was like a year ago that I thought like, damn, this game is getting pretty nice, like super good. It's really fun. And now they actually won an award for that. So... Again, congratulations. Congratulations for um, acknowledging that you messed up and actually changing that and getting better. That is uh, something that's uh, rare on our society, but damn, congrats, congrats. Uh, we, have, uh, we have Games for Impact that was won by Tell Me Why. I am very sorry I haven't played this game. I was just... Um, <laughs> I voted for Spirit Fairer because, again, pretty nice game. But congratulations. Uh, performance of the year. This one was hard. Um, I thought it was going to win um, Daisuke Tsuji. That was the actor for Jin in Ghost of Tsushima. But then again, Laura Bailey is just too good. <laughs> she's so good and Ashley Johnson too like the last of us had an unfair advantage with them they're so nice uh and yeah Laura Bailey won uh in case you don't know she's Abby in in the last of us part two um shout out to to Daisuke Tsuji and Ashley Johnson they offered some very epic performances too and also Naji uh, you know what all of them uh, Logan Cunningham in Hades, super good, and uh, Najee Jeterm in Miles Morales. 
Uh, super nice performance, too. I loved Miles. I thought it was kind of a bad character in the original Marvel's uh, Spider-Man game, and he quickly became really good. I still prefer Peter Parker, but Miles, Miles is up there. Um, the audio design, yeah, uh, The Last of Us Part 2 won, expected. Um, score and music was won by Final Fantasy VII. I did not expect that. I thought it was going to be the winner uh Doom Eternal. But no, no, apparently I was completely wrong and Final Fantasy VII won. It was a good uh original soundtrack, I'm not going to lie, but still uh not my cup of tea. Uh we got Art Direction won by Ghost of Tsushima. Expected narrative won by The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, most anticipated game. I actually thought it was going to go to God of War, the sequel, or maybe uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. But no, it's actually Elden Ring. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I expect to play that game. Like, I'm very excited about it, but not as much as God of War or The Legend of Zelda or uh, Horizon Forbidden West or Halo Infinite. Hell, even Resident Evil Village. Uh, but no, yeah, apparently it was Elden Ring, and uh, again, congratulations to From Software and Bandai Namco, and I hope, I hope uh, it is as good as as we expect, uh, expect it to be. The game direction, uh, huh, was won by The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, it was a hard one, it was a really nice game, I... I Thought it was going to to go to The Last of Us Part Two, but still, I hoped it went to Ghost of Tsushima. And uh, yeah, we get to to the game of the year, and uh, as you can, you know, probably uh, deduce, and 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 yeah, we, we we get we get now to to the game of the year, and as you can probably know, uh, for all the wins on other um, categories, the winner was The Last of Us Part Two, And uh, first of all, I want to say congrats. I hoped it went to Ghost of Tsushima. I think it's a better game. Not by much, but it is a bit better. And uh, I do want to talk about how people are just hating the game again, again. So, um... I'm going to give like a really brief uh, opinion about this. Um, so first of all, in case you didn't know, this podcast exists because of the backlash to The Last of Us Part Two. My very first episode was regarding all of that and how I thought that was bullshit. Uh, I decided to start this, this podcast because um, I really wanted to, to express some of the thoughts uh, and things that weren't uh, like being held true to what people were saying. And, you know, this week I actually was talking to one of my friends and he said like, yeah, what were your thoughts on, on The Last of Us Part Two winning? Um, I was like, man, I, I, I mean, I, I wanted Ghost of Tsushima to win, but still, The, the Last of Us Part Two was an amazing game. And uh, he was like, yeah, 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 all good. And, and he just said, like, part of the conversation, like, yeah, but people are hating the game because it is an inclusive game. 
And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Meh. I, I mean, technically it is. It is an in inclusive game, you know? It's, it, 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 I don't like that word to describe The Last of Us Part II. Um, here's why. I, even though it, again, technically is an inclusive game, I don't feel like that's the, um, the goal of it. Like, they didn't make the game thinking like, hey, we, we gotta be inclusive, you know? Like, we, we need to add women, powerful women. We need to, uh, add, um, uh, people from the LGBT community. Uh, we need to add, uh, I don't know, black people or whatever, you know? Like, we're trying to be politically correct. What I like about The Last of Us Part Two is that their thoughts on creating the game were naturally flowing with inclusiveness, you know? Like, they, I don't really think that they really sat and said, like, hell, we need to be inclusive, you know? We're in, uh, in an era where we need to be uh, politically correct, so we have to change a bit our our ideas on the game to go to that route. I think the game just came out that way, and that's why I like it so much. You know, because <laughs> I, I was telling my friend, like, people are hating on the game because obviously the LGBT community doesn't exist, you know? It's obvious that there are no lesbians uh, on, on the world. There are no uh, women that are super strong that, you know, lift uh, more weight than a lot of men, you know? It's obviously sarcasm, but you know what I'm getting into. Um, I, I think the game shows a part of, of what it could, could have been, you know, the, the apocalypse, the kind of, kind of zombie apocalypse, or I don't know what to call it, like the infected apocalypse or whatever. Um, as I said on my very first episode, lesbians exist. Uh, in general, LGBT people exist. Strong women exist. And, and the idea of them being the center of any story shouldn't come as, hey, you want to be politically correct. Hey, the story, if we lived in another era, maybe you wouldn't make this uh, story like this. I don't know, maybe, but who cares? The story is as realistic as it can be on uh, given the circumstances and the characters are first of all relatable they really show a lot of emotion and different emotions you know we got ellie spoiler alert uh trying to to avenge joel but during her um you know their their her pad to avenging him she experiences a lot of stuff. She experiences love. She experiences fear. She experiences anger. And in the end, she experiences mercy, you know, uh, and, and compassion. And that's a real person right there. Um, we are so used to having characters in both uh, uh, movies and, and video games and also books and whatever being so narrow-minded 
Like, yeah, I, I'm going to avenge this person. And the only thing you he can feel during the course of all the, the, the story until he gets his revenge is anger. And that's it. And after you kill the dude or the girl that killed your loved one, then you're happy. And that's it. And that's not the case. We as people are pretty complex and we experience several emotions at the, t at the same time. So I, I think the, 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 the work done in The Last of Us Part Two was super good. I think it was amazing. And I think it's worth uh, uh, a really worth it game. And I'm very happy that it won the, the um, Game of the Year award. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to Naughty Dog. And uh, I hope they continue to make these games that are naturally inclusive, that you don't really need to think about it, you know? Like, it's not like, yeah, they forced this gay character here. Like, no, man, they just exist. Deal with it. Okay, like, just burst your bubble and, and try to think outside what you think you know and have a look at the world, you know, it's changed. Yeah, still we have, like, uh, uh, the LGBT community is still and, um, a minority. And, it, and it's also shown <laughs> on, on The Last of Us Part Two how many gay people... Or in The Last of Us Part 2. Or in The Last of Us. They are a minority. But yeah, some people can't cope with the idea of, I, why do we have a, a, a lesbian as our main character? I don't want to play as a lesbian. Or I don't want to play as a woman that doesn't have, like, my ideal uh, woman shape. Like, dude, <laughs> people come in all uh, sizes and shapes and some people are more prone to to being muscular and some are not we have uh people that are more rounded uh some people that are more like straight you know uh, on shape i mean body shape so i i just want people to know and if if anyone's hearing to know that there's more out there than what we usually think there is. There's always something new and there are always surprises. And I think we should be open to those uh, new ideas. Sometimes new ideas are good. Sometimes they aren't. But if you never get exposed to them, you will never know. So I invite you all to, to you know, experience something new. Give it a try. If you haven't played The Last of Us Part Two because you heard that it was, like, politically correct and they forced gay characters and, yeah, Abby looks like a man or whatever, play the freaking game. It's good. It is good. No, yeah, but uh, the, the writer, she's, like, a hater for men and she hates men. Like, dude, just create your own opinions about stuff. The only way you can have your own opinion about a game is by playing it. The only way you can have your own opinion about anything is by experiencing it uh, or, or knowing about it, you know? So if you really don't know, you do a little research. And yeah, <laughs> uh, after all that, that's, um, so that's all for tonight. Uh, 
I hope you have a, a great night, a great week. Um, I will be seeing you next week. I do want to say that there was a new, uh, just like general uh, uh, information, there's a new uh, patch for Cyberpunk 2077 on PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, so it, it supposedly... Um, is going to to solve a lot of issues, crashes and stuff. I'm going to to play a little bit about that. I'm and going and and I'm going to to give my thoughts on how well it did uh, on Twitter. So you can you can follow uh, the Twitter account of the podcast. That's Let's Talk VG, and you can listen to all the episodes on the website Let's Talk VG.com. Um, again, we will see. Uh, uh, we'll see how it's going to work. I hope they they fix this. I'm not blaming the devs. Uh, again, it's probably a management problem, but um, I hope it does well. It's really a nice game. Uh, but whatever. So we'll talk again on Friday. Until then, stay safe. Cheers.